The Money Show. Ad feature. Money Show brought to you by Absa CIB. Access the world with ease with Absa Forex expertise. Absa is a registered FSP. Well, advertising heroes and zeros this evening. Your zero. Let's go there first, shall we? Brendan Seary, the editor of Orchids and Onions. Uh, this is not one that goes up in a puff of smoke. It is all about a puff of smoke. Yeah, good evening, Bruce. Um, yeah, I was. Um Looking at an advert in the Sunday Times, not this week, the previous week, a full-page ad basically talking about smoke-free Sweden and how Sweden had reduced um, cigarette consumption down to less than 5% of the population. Um, And there's similar, a lot of similar other stories out there, um, particularly now that last week the Australian government announced that it wants to ban vaping and e-cigarettes and what they call alternative tobacco products because there's a lot of evidence that these are not exactly um, much better than tobacco. And the interesting thing about um, this campaign is it's funded by tobacco companies and there are all sorts of um, legitimate-looking websites and organizations, but it's part of a campaign. Sorry, you were rudely interrupted um, by Mr. Lode Shed, Brendan Seary. Um, so, yeah, yeah, these tobacco companies are running these campaigns. Sorry, let's pick up on that point again. Well, I think um, if you remember uh, the history of tobacco marketing and tobacco companies, there's been a lot of propaganda. So in the 50s and 60s, when it became evident that people were dying of all sorts of um, ailments, cancers, heart problems related to smoking. Um, they went on a great offensive to try and convince people that this wasn't the case. Now, they basically almost lost that fight. And what is happening now is there's a campaign to stop the tobacco product, tobacco and related products bill from going through parliament um, because it is also tightening up on the advertising of alternative tobacco alternatives, and guess what? Tobacco companies own the alternatives. Are they're doing they're doing vaping and they're pushing it hard. And the Australian government announced that it was going to ban vaping entirely because so many kids are taking children at school and young people, and a lot of it, uh, a lot of the marketing is aimed at those um, that particular demographic. Because in the words of the uh, the tobacco companies, this is their new market. These are what they call replacement smokers from the people who've given up and who died. And one of the particular um, websites I focused on was Smoke Free South Africa, which is nothing other than a front, or not a front, they, you know, it's, it's funded by Philip Morris, South Africa. And um, it basically purports to be, let's give up smoking. So, if you, if you don't smoke, don't start. Good message. If you are smoking, give up. If you can't give up, look for an alternative. And that's where the focus is. So it looks legit. But of 15 stories that they have of people and their journey with cigarettes, only four of them are people who've given up. The other 11 are people who've changed to vaping. And this is what they're desperate to, um, uh, to preserve is this new market of vaping, which is far from being a healthy alternative according to what the science is saying or what governments around the world are saying. And for me, just having that sort of 
um, semi-quasi-scientific way they present it, and it's misleading. Um, and I don't like the, the fact that it is misleading. And if you look at smoke-free Sweden, for example, that they quoted in the Sunday Times app, that's a tobacco front um, organization as well. It's going through the Swedish government, as you might think. It is, a, is an organization which says Sweden is doing so well because they have an enlightened attitude towards alternative products. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a lot of it. And I think what is happening in marketing, um, people link us to, to big oil, and you're going to see kind of the backlash. Big oil spends a lot of money on convincing people that um, fossil fuels um, are, are important and they're never gonna, we're never going to stop using them which is a fair argument, but um, there's a huge um, fight against climate, any, anything that's against climate change. I was just thinking to myself, myself here, because I was in London last year, and I just where dustbins used to be sort of places that people used to spit their gum at, and there was just you know, smears of gum all over the pavements, that has almost been replaced by disposable vapes. Um, and yeah. the, the biggest single item of litter I noticed in London while I was there, and maybe I was just attuned to it, were these disposable vapes, these plastic tubes that are sucked on however many times and then just chucked on the side of the road or chucked at a bin and missed. And, yeah, certainly from an environmental perspective, there is that issue as well. So unsmoked South Africa is one that we need to smoke out then, Brendan. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, you know, I think it's also the, the, the problem is we get, we get bombarded um, as consumers by so much information that when someone like Unspoke South Africa comes along and it seems like a plausible thing and it's, well, this can't be a tobacco-funded thing um, because they're, they're saying to people, if you don't smoke, don't start because they're not going to convince those people. But it's, it's converting and, and what it's doing is converting youngsters. Children particularly are into vaping in a big way. This is what's worrying the Australian government. Um, and I think it's something we need to be um, worried about as well because a lot of the overseas marketing, particularly um, with flavoured vapes and that sort of thing, is aimed at kids. My sources tell me that school toilets at break times and in between are full of kids having a little vape and passing the vape around and sharing it like... And of course, Zuma should get onto, uh, onto this because she hates people sharing zores. She should hate people sharing well, I mean, vapes I, as well. I think, yeah, if you've ever sat behind someone at a... At a at a robot, um, and they're vaping. The sheer volume of of whatever it is, vapor, yeah, is, whatever it is, is like multiple times as much as you get out of a cigarette. Yeah. Um, and I just think to myself, well, it's got stuff in it. So, um, you know, I, and I, I'll declare my interest. I've never smoked. I tried it once, my, and I just, I have never done it's it. Still recovering. I don't have a problem with people <laughs> who do, but it, it's. Yeah, so. it, is, it is absolutely free choice. You want to smoke, you want to put that stuff in your lungs. By all means, kill yourself, you know. Um, but not my kids. Not my kids, no, nobody else. Um, what you do, you know, behind your own garage is your business. But I don't like the, 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 the fundamental dishonesty of the manipulation of truth and in this, under any circumstances, and particularly when it comes to, and it purports to be from an honourable source, remembering, of course, the history of the most old Chesterfield adverts of Dr. Jones smokes Chesterfield to clear his exactly. lungs and all that sort of exactly. nonsense. Yeah, more doctors smoke um, Chesterfield than yeah, anything else. Or than anybody else. Yeah. That's the favourite brand, yeah. So, and I think that's the, the concern really is that this is being marketed to to the people who are 
you know, without parental supervision, et cetera, et cetera. But, it, you know, it, it certainly is um, very cynical. Absolutely. Talk to me about your hero this week. Let's move on to more cheerful things. He has a taste. Yeah, I think it's he, has, he has a taste. Something. A taste of yeah, what is to come. Let's have a, before we, before we talk about it, woof. Let's play. Whether your dog has pedigree or not, make the smart choice and switch to canine cuisine. With 33% more protein, they deserve better anywhere. Ooh, that's cheeky. If your dog has pedigree. Switch to the other yeah. one. I've forgotten the other one now because I'm focusing on pedigree, so that's maybe not a good <laughs> advert. But um, what's the context of this one? So there's a, a brand called Canine Cuisine, and they heard or found out that pedigree is discontinuing its its line of dried dog food, so they say. So what they decided to do was do a bit of ambush um, slash comparative advertising, which is frowned upon immensely in in our um, advertising in South Africa. It's not allowed, in fact, you will get censored. So they did a sort of a, a sideways, um, tongue-in-cheek um, ad where they have a little dog who runs into the what looks like the abandoned section of the dry food department, and there's no one around. There's just paper scattered everywhere. Mm. And then he goes upstairs, and, of course, this is where canine cuisine is, and it's run by a dog, and he gets absolutely pampered and spoiled, and I think they make the point very nicely. And, and, you know, the other thing it also proves, Bruce, is that once you, if you really want to succeed um, on the internet or with any kind of video content, um, if you're, porn works, obviously. I mean, it's the best seller. But after that, put animals on that. That'll get you millions of clicks. So I think it's quite clever to take advantage of that. People love animals. They love watching videos of animals. Um, and it, it works very well. It's also just sort of very simple, very um, very cute, um, but it does make the point um, that, listen, if you can't get pedigree here, we are. We still, we're still up, we're still making it. So We, we care about you. We care. Correct. We care about your animals. That's much more important. <laughs> exactly. um, and, yeah, I mean, a cute... You know, never have never never make a movie they said with animals or or, or kids because they'll steal the scene right from under you. And I think this proves it. So, um, you know, it, and it's been really really nicely done, not over overdone, just with a deft touch. Lovely. Thank you, Brendan Seary, editor of Orchids and Onions. A big thumbs up for Canine Cuisine for uh, messing about and having a good bit of fun at the expense of dry dog food provider Pedigree. Um, and then uh, Philip Morris, South Africa, and the smoke-free campaigns gets a zero, uh, lacking in clarity. What was lacking in transparency? I think that is the best way of putting it. And pretending to be something that you're not, purporting to be something that you are not, which is a concern.